Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. What steps need to happen, you know, to, to make these electronic medical record systems interoperable so that people can go anywhere in the healthcare system and instantly tap into their health record? What, what's, so the, what's, what, what are the blockers? So the, the, the biggest blocker is just the fragmented nature of our healthcare system, you know, that we know that, you know, um, it, we don't have a centralized, you know, healthcare system. We have, you know, a, a many, many different systems. But a huge step was taken actually by the state legislature just a couple of weeks ago when they passed a law that will require uh, – it's a data-sharing mandate that will require healthcare providers and health insurers to provide clinical and claims data in an interoperable format by January of 2024. So what needs to happen between now and January 24 is that the legislature has set up a process – where government and stakeholders will come together and agree on uh, the formats and the protocols to make that happen. Uh, and the federal government has actually done some good work in this area as well uh, in trying to uh, harmonize uh, the different systems and make sure, as you say, they're interoperable and they talk to each other. So there's more work to be done, um, but we've taken a, you know, a, an important first step in the state um, by passing this data sharing mandate. To what extent are privacy concerns, you know, to what extent has that slowed down the process? Uh, you know, privacy is always a concern. And I think that the, you know, the number one thing that, that your listeners should bear in mind is they will always have control over how their information gets shared. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an opt-in, you know, kind of system or an opt-out where you can decide, you know, what, what information you want to have shared or not. But the other thing I would say is, you know, there's nothing less private or secure than a fax. Um, you know, a fax gets sent, it sits in a machine somewhere, anywhere, can, anybody could pick it up. Uh, there's no control over it whatsoever. I mean, digital information actually is very secure and private. It's probably the most secure and private uh, format that we have. Um, obviously, protections have to be put in place, and there are protections that um, – Health, both healthcare providers and health insurers are are legally obligated to to follow. So I would say yes, that's a concern. We always need to be uh, diligent about maintaining privacy. Um, but in fact, uh, having a digital record is probably more secure than than any other way of doing it. Now, what what can consumers do in the meantime? You know, as uh, we all might have seen advertisements from Google and Apple about their 
health records that you can put on your smartphone. What do you think about some of those types of products? Is that a good, you know, interim solution for some, for certain consumers? Out yeah. There? So I, I think that's a, that's a good point. You know, I mean, I have, I have an iPhone, I have Apple health on my iPhone. Uh, I'm able to, uh, you know, I, I keep pretty good track of my blood pressure, for example. And, uh, I have a blood pressure monitor at home with Bluetooth that connects to the iPhone and records, uh, you know, keeps track of what my, uh, results have been. But when I try to link that to, uh, my UCSF, my chart application, uh, which is the one that I use, you know, for my, for my healthcare, I was told that they don't connect. <laughs> so I can't send those records. I have to, I have to physically, uh, input that information so that my doctor can see, you know, what, what my results have been, you know, when I've been checking my blood pressure at home. So I would say, you know, be an informed consumer and, and ask, you know, I mean, make it clear that this is something that you want and expect, uh, you know, from, from your, from your healthcare providers and from, you know, the technology that you purchase, um, that you really think that this is something that, um, you know, in this day and age, we really all ought to have. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.